everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine, and I am your host, uh, reading today from uh, 2 Timothy. We are starting Chapter 1. Uh, I'm actually a couple episodes behind because of some things that were going on last week, and uh, I've been spiritually challenged. Uh, so to be a little transparent with you, um, I feel like... I have been, I don't know if anybody understands or uh, has ever heard of the words spiritual warfare. Uh, if you have never heard of spiritual warfare, uh, I don't know exactly how it works, but what I do know is how it affects me. I can't say how it's going to affect everybody else, but I know how it affects me. And um, there were things that were distracting me from being able to do this podcast this week. And it all goes back to the social media issues that I was having. And I felt like I was being a good witness. And apparently I was not being a good witness. I don't know. Uh, I haven't really discussed it with my prayer warriors yet. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I, I just felt like Satan was just, you know, laying groundwork. And I was really trying not to fall into the trap. Uh, I thought I had sidestepped that landmine, but apparently I did not. And uh, I fell short of being a good witness, which a lot of the stuff I've read, I've pre-read pre one and two, which I'm going to read both chapters one and two today uh, to try to get us almost caught up. And then I'll do chapters uh, three and four uh, for tomorrow. So you'll have four uh, to listen to and we'll be I think all caught up by tomorrow and then it's going to be a little sketchy for the next couple of weeks because I am going to be traveling so I'll bring all my stuff with me but uh, and I will try to get them posted as uh, quickly as I can so and it may or may not be with Jeremiah because it's going to be challenging with the time zone changes so uh, I will do my very best but there will be uh, Bible chapters to be read while I'm on vacation. So, <clears throat> so back to the spiritual warfare. Satan, for me, throws me uh, distractions and things that I get sidetracked with, and it throws me off balance, and so I have a hard time leading a Bible study with that going on because I'm so distracted like I started to read the chapters last night getting ready to do this last night and I I stopped because I felt like my heart wasn't in it and I was just reading words and so and I'm just being transparent with you even though it's God's word and I was really trying to be in the moment and in God's presence but I was just having a hard time of it. So I'm just being absolutely transparent with you in this moment. Um, I am hoping that and praying over the situation with the social media. But then literally today, as I started to do this, this was an hour ago I started <laughs> to do this. Uh, I got a phone call and that threw me off by 20 or 25 minutes. And so then I ended up having a disagreement with somebody in my family in this house and so that you know distracted me even more and so I'm just this is what I'm saying Satan 
throws these curveballs at me, and um, I, I really try not to get that distracted. But I think with spiritual warfare, you have to recognize that it is the enemy who is trying to stop you from doing God's work. That's what his plan is. That is what he wants to do, and he wants to make sure that you, anything that you're trying to do for the kingdom is, for lack of a better word, thwarted. So I'm not going to allow him to do it. In Jesus' name, I'm going to read. I'm going to understand. Uh, I did highlight some stuff, but I am going to allow God's presence into this moment. I can already feel him washing over me. I can feel the peace of and love of Jesus. I, I don't know how to explain it, but I just know it. I know it as the day is long, that I just feel washed and cleansed and and know that God is going to be present in this moment. He's already here. He's already come into this. And so uh, I just feel like uh, I, I couldn't do it yesterday. I couldn't do it the day before um, with that hanging over my head. I felt like, you know, I felt like for a visual, I felt like like the, the character in Peanuts, that pig pen with all that dirt cloud coming up. That's what I felt felt like that cloud was over my head so anyway uh so i just had to get that out and off my chest uh there are so many other things that i'd like to say about the whole social media thing but i have uh i'm trying to put it past and move on and so uh and just praying to god that uh god will just come to the rescue that's all i can say i'm just praying that god We'll come to the rescue and we'll and we'll fix it so uh, that said i'm going to open us up in prayer like i always do because i'm delaying here i'm already six minutes into this um this podcast so uh, i'm looking at my little clock down there i don't want to you know delay so let's go ahead and dive in uh with prayer and then we will start reading uh, uh chapter one in second timothy so and this is so this is going to be episode 40.2 and 40.3 in one so forgive me for the delay but if you're out there and you know you're reading your Bible you understand exactly what it is I'm going through I mean in, in probably a different capacity you know it's what happens you know you just have to recognize that the enemy is out there and he's trying to you know slap you down so I'm just gonna encourage you that if you are in ministry and you are doing God's work it's going to happen you're gonna have spiritual warfare and I've heard it from several different places, different people, different uh, ministries. If God's put you in a position to do something like a Bible study or a ministry or whatever it is, keep doing it. Just, you know, if, that, if it is what God wants you to do, keep doing it. Don't get discouraged. And some of this is about faithfulness and foundation. So you're going to read uh, some of this stuff and maybe understand a little bit what I've been going through. So, all right, I've rambled on enough. Let's pray. <clears throat> Holy and heavenly Father, Lord, we come before your throne so gracious and humble. We are grateful and thankful for everything that you do, everything that you provide for us. And uh, we are especially thankful for this Bible that you have put in our presence. We thank you for this manual for life and for living a godly life. And uh, Lord, we just ask you to be present come join us in this bible study reveal to us what it is that you want us to understand 
And Lord, thank you for opening my eyes up to the, the enemy uh, fighting against me. And Lord, I, I just continue to pray over this ministry. And keep, I just ask you to grow it, bring the people to listen. Um, and I pray that people's eyes will be opened up to what the enemy is trying to do, the evil one of this world. He's trying to tear us all apart. He's trying to tear us down. And we have to keep fighting. It's a fight to the end, fight to the finish. And so, Lord, I ask you to bless this time in your word. Uh, anoint it, be present, and reveal to us exactly what it is that you want us to learn from this, uh, from this study today. Lord, we also are so thankful for the gift of your son, Jesus. We thank you for the sacrifice on the cross and the blood that he shed for all of our sins, past, present, future. I say it every day. So we're so grateful that he was faithful to you and did what he was supposed to do so that we can have eternal life. Lord, I'm also thankful for those that are out there listening. I pray blessings over every person, and I pray blessings over the people who are going to come, uh, the ones that you're going to bring to this ministry, and, and to let them hear your word, because that's what this is all about, hearing the word of God, speaking it out into the world to be blessed. So watch over those who are out there, who are listening. Uh, bless them in a capacity that can only be you, that it's going to be you who will be exalted in the end when all of it is revealed. So thank you so much uh, for providing this moment in time. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Filled with the Holy Spirit. I can feel him. I can feel him. I can feel him. He's just filled this room up. I mean, look at that pretty picture that my son painted for me. It's beautiful. I mean, it's, you know, it's just soothing. That's Laguna Beach, by the way, which is where he lives now, which is kind of... Um, sort of full circle for him. That's another story. Okay, so real quick, uh, the overview uh, for this is that this is more of uh, Tim uh, Paul writing to Timothy, who's in Ephesus. He's having, I guess, some problems in Ephesus, and uh, Paul is trying to encourage him to, you know, keep, keep working. And so, uh, and that's what it says here. It says, written from a prison cell, it contains words of wisdom and encouragement for Timothy, who was laboring in the midst of hardship and opposition in Ephesus. And then if you look underneath it, it's, it breaks the chapters up, and it says chapter 1 is about the foundation. Chapter 2 is faithfulness. So that's what we're going to be reading today. <clears throat> chapter 1, episode 40.2. This letter is from Paul, chosen by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ. I have been sent out to tell others about the life he has promised through faith in Christ Jesus. I am writing to Timothy, my dear son. May God the Father and Christ Jesus, our Lord, give you grace, mercy, and peace. Encouragement to be faithful. Timothy, I thank God for you, the God I serve with a clear conscience, just as my ancestors did. Night and day, I constantly remember you in my prayers. I long to see you again, for I remember your tears as we parted. And I will be filled with joy when we are together again. I remember your genuine faith, for you share the faith that first filled your grandmother, Lois, and your mother, Eunice. And I know that same faith continues strong in you. This is why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you. 
For God has not given us a spirit of fear and tim timidity. Timidity, I don't know. I think that's the way you say it. But of power, love, and self-discipline. So never be ashamed to tell others about our Lord. And don't be ashamed of me either, even though I'm in prison for him. With the strength God gives you, be ready to suffer with me for the sake of the good news, for the good news. For God saved us and called us to live a holy life. He did this not because we deserved it, but because that was his plan from before the beginning of time, to show his grace through Christ Jesus. And now he has made all of this plan to us by the appearing of Christ Jesus, our Savior. He broke the power of death and illuminated the way to life and immortality through the good news. And God chose me to be a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of this good news. That is why I am suffering here in prison, but I am not ashamed of it, for I know the one in whom I trust, and I am sure that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until the day of his return. Hold on to the pattern of wholesome teaching you learned from me, a pattern shaped by the faith and love that you have in Christ Jesus. Through the power of the Holy Spirit who lives within us, carefully guard the precious truth that has been entrusted to you. As you know, everyone from the province of Asia has deserted me, from Phygelus and Hermogenes. hope that's how you say it. May the Lord show special kindness to Onesiphorus, sounds good, and all his family because he often visited and encouraged me. He was never ashamed of me because I was in chains. When he came to Rome, he searched everywhere until he found me. May the Lord show him special kindness on the day of Christ's return. And you know very well how helpful he was in Ephesus. <clears throat> Chapter 2, episode 40.3. A good soldier of Christ Jesus. Timothy, my dear son, be strong through the grace that God gives you in Christ Jesus. You have heard me teach things that have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. Now, teach these truths to the other trustworthy people who will be able to pass them on to others. Endure suffering along with me as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. Soldiers don't get tied up in the affairs of civilian life, for then they cannot please the officer who enlisted them. And athletes cannot win the prize unless they follow the rules. And hardworking farmers should be the first to enjoy the fruit of their labor. Think about what I am saying. The Lord will help you understand all these things. And remember that Jesus Christ, a descendant of King David, was raised from the dead. This is the good news I preach. And because I preach this good news, I am suffering and have been chained like a criminal. But the word of God cannot be chained. So I am willing to endure anything if it will bring salvation and eternal glory in Christ Jesus to those God has chosen. This is a trustworthy saying. If we die with him, we also live with him. If we endure hardship, we will reign with him. If we deny him, he will deny us. If we are unfaithful, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny who he is. Remind everyone about these things and command them in God's presence to stop fighting over words. Such arguments are useless 
and they can ruin those who hear them. An approved worker. Work hard so you can present yourself to God and receive his approval. Be a good worker, one who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly explains the word of truth. Avoid worthless, foolish talk that only leads to more godless behavior. This kind of talk spreads like cancer, as in the case of Hymenaeus and Philetus. Hopefully I said those correctly. They have left the path of truth, claiming that the resurrection of the dead has already occurred. In this way, they have turned some people away from the faith. But God's truth stands firm like a foundation stone with this inscription. The Lord knows who are his, and all who belong to the Lord must turn away from evil. In a wealthy home, some utensils are made of gold and silver, and some are made of wood and clay. The expensive utensils are used for, a special, for special occasions, and the cheap ones are for everyday use. If you keep yourself pure, you will be a special utensil for honorable use. Your life will be clean, and you will be ready for the master to use you for your every good work. Run from anything that stimulates youthful lusts. Instead, pursue righteous living, faithfulness, love, and peace. Enjoy the companionship of those who call on the Lord with pure hearts. Again, I say, don't get involved in foolish, ignorant arguments that only start fights. A servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but must be kind to everyone, be able to teach, and be patient with difficult people. Gently instruct those who oppose the truth. Perhaps God will change those people's hearts, and they will learn the truth. Then they will come to their senses and escape from the devil's trap, for they have been held captive by him to do whatever he wants. That was amazing. Amazing. All right. So uh, the things that I highlighted, highlighted sorry, were the following. I started off in the very first line in chapter 1. This letter is from Paul, chosen by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus. He always starts out that way. Uh, and uh, I also highlighted a faith, faith in Christ Jesus, just the words, just because. I don't know why. And then uh, this I thought was interesting because I heard Dr. David Jeremiah talking about this over the weekend, which I thought was interesting. Uh, he was talking about Paul uh, always giving thanks. Uh, and I, I thought that was amazing that he was so perceptive to know this about Paul. I, I didn't recognize any of this. Maybe it's because he's a Bible scholar and I'm not. But he says, Timothy, I thank God for you. And what he mentioned was in all of these letters that Paul writes, he's always thanking God for something, somebody. He's very grateful. It just, just a, seems like a really pure heart. So I didn't notice that until he pointed that out to me. Uh Night and day, I constantly remember you in my prayers. And he always prays for everybody. That's amazing to me. I mean, I try to remember everybody in my prayers, but uh, I'm sure, uh, you know, that's why I have to write them down. Uh, I remember your genuine faith, for you share the faith that first filled your grandmother, Lois, and your mother, Eunice. I find that interesting. Uh, many times uh, I've heard this. I don't know how true it is. Uh, I don't even know if it's a statistic or whatever, but... Many people get their faith 
uh, from their moms, you know, being very, you know, women just tend to be very faithful. I'm not saying men are not faithful. Let me do I don't want to say that out loud because that's not the truth. There are, are many, many men that I know that are really wonderful uh, examples of who Christ is. But I just find it interesting that he mentions uh, the grandmother and the mother in this. And then I went down to seven. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, I think that's how you say the word, but of power, love, and self-discipline. You know, that goes back to where that little note was here, where it says it's talking about the power of the truth, the foundation of, of what they're preaching. And you go back to the, the time where you first fell in love with Jesus and, and, and when you accepted Jesus into your heart. Uh, so I think that's what the foundation is that he's talking about here. So never be ashamed to tell others about our Lord, and don't be ashamed of me either, even though I'm in prison. For God saved us and called us to live a holy life. He did this not because we deserved it, but because that was his plan from the beginning of time, to show us his grace through Christ Jesus. And then I thought this was a nice uh, verse in 10. He broke the power of death and illuminated the way to life and immortality through the good news. Illuminated. I love that word. I just love it. It's just, it, he, he lit up. That's what it says. He lit it up, you know. He broke the power of death and illuminated the way to life through the word, through the good news, through Jesus Christ. That's what this is about. He illuminated it. Um, and God chose me to be a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of the good news. And then he goes down into 12, but I'm not ashamed of it, for I know the one in whom I trust, Jesus. Uh, and then 13, hold on to the pattern of wholesome teaching you learned from me, a pattern shaped by the faith and love that you have in Christ Jesus. That is your foundation that he's talking about, I think. And then, as you know, everyone from the pro... Oh, no, I didn't. That was an accident. I didn't mean to highlight that. 16, may the Lord... Show special kindness to Onesiphorus and his family because he often visited and encouraged me. Um, I don't know who that person was. I hope I said his name right. Um, how many people do we know that come to our rescue, you know, and encourage us and uh, are constantly, you know, on our side, for lack of a better way of saying it. And then in 18, may the Lord show him special kindness on the day of Christ's resurrection or re, re, uh, return. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, how many people do you, you have in your life, your prayer warriors, the people who are surrounding you that, you know, should, should get a special blessing just because they were there for you? Um, I know I've got many that I know are praying for me. So uh, I'm just thankful for it. Uh, those folks and uh, you know what I pray that God gives them special kindness all right going into chapter 2 episode 40.3 uh, 2 be strong through the grace that God gives you in Christ Jesus you have heard me teach these things teach things that have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses now teach these truths to the other trustworthy people um, this is the chapter on faithfulness um, I highlighted in four soldiers don't get tied up in the affairs of civilian life for them they cannot uh, please the officer who enlisted them athletes cannot win the prize unless they follow the rules 
uh, hardworking farmers should enjoy first fruits. I didn't highlight any of this, but what I was thinking was, I think maybe, I don't know, don't be distracted. You know, like soldiers don't get tied up in the affairs of civilian life because then you can't do your job. So just keep doing your job, right? Uh, you got to follow the rules, you know, in order to win the race, to win the prize. And then you reap the fruits. I think that's what the farmers are, are getting to do. So think about what I'm saying. The Lord will help you understand all these things. I hope that I explained that correctly. If anybody has something different to say about that, feel free to email me. I'm, I'm always willing to hear something different, especially if you know, you know, because you've been reading it longer than I have. So uh, Lorraine at uh, leapoffaithpodcast.org. So you can email me. Uh, chapter, uh, I'm sorry, verse 8. Always remember that Jesus Christ, a descendant of King David, I like that he... I like that he brings that back up again because I'm reading through that uh, history right now. Uh, was raised from the dead. This is the good news I preach. That's the whole point of Jesus dying is because he was raised from the dead by God. He came back to life. That's the good news because if he hadn't come back, there wouldn't be any good news. That was what he promised. And so that's the good news right there, right in a little nutshell. But the word of God cannot be chained. I love that. I am suffering and I've been chained like a criminal, but God's word cannot be chained. I love that. It can't. You're right. It can't. And then uh, I like the saying that he, uh, I highlighted that. If we die with him, we also live with him. Right? If you die for God, for Jesus' cause, you're going to be living with him on the other side. If we endure hardship, we will reign with him. If we deny him, he will deny us. And he says that. He says, don't, if you deny me here on earth, I'm going to deny you up in heaven. And if we are unfaithful, he remains faithful because he can't deny who he is. That's so true. He's going to be faithful, whether we're unfaithful or not. And then uh, into 14, stop fighting over words. This was very important to me <laughs> today to read this. Such arguments are useless and they can ruin those who hear them. The person I was having that argument with today, I, I hope they listen to this podcast. <laughs> and then the other person who was uh, on the other end of that uh, whole social media thing. I pray for that person. Uh, okay. An approved worker. I highlighted all of 15 through 17. Work hard so you can present yourself to God and receive his approval. Uh, correctly explain the word of truth. Avoid worthless, foolish talk that only leads to more godless behavior. This kind of talk spreads like cancer, as in the case of Hymenaeus and Philetus. I don't know if I said those right or not. Uh, yeah, don't waste your time. It, I mean, uh, just avoid it. Avoid the worthless bickering and that it, it really does just spread and you have to, somewhere along the line somebody has to stop uh, but God's truth stands firm like a foundation stone with this transcription the Lord knows those who are his which is true and all who belong to the Lord must turn away from evil that is the other true 
And then I went down to 21. If you keep yourself pure, you will be a special utensil for honorable use. Your life will be clean and you will be ready for the master to use you for every good work. Who of us doesn't have that set of dishes and that set of utensils that you use only for special occasions? Yeah, I have them. Why? I don't know. Well, I guess I was just, I don't know. All right, 22, uh, uh, run from, run from anything that stimulates youthful lust. Instead, pursue righteous living, faithfulness, love, and peace. Enjoy the companionship of those who call on the Lord with pure hearts. I underline that and put a little parenthesis around it because I remember my old pastor saying uh, to the when he was preaching to the younger kids, the younger people, uh, you are known by the people that you hang out with. And that is so incredibly true. I, even if you're not being that person, you're just, unfortunately, human nature is going to assume that you are those people. So if you're hanging out with good people, you're going to be assumed to be, quote unquote, a good person. If you're hanging out with a, you know, less desirable group of people, uh, you are going to be known uh, as that kind of person, even if you're not one way or the other. So again, hang out with the people, you know, you're known by the people that you hang out with. It is what it is. That's that's just human nature, uh, passing personal human judgment on others. Uh, again, I say, and this is the last verse that I highlighted the whole thing. Again, I say, don't get involved in foolish, ignorant arguments that only start fights. A servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but must be kind to everyone. Be able to teach and be patient with difficult people. Gently instruct those who oppose the truth. Perhaps God will change those hearts, those people's hearts, and they will learn the truth. Then they will come to their senses and escape from the devil's trap, for they have been held captive by him to do whatever he wants. Oh my gosh, this so spoke volumes to me you know don't get don't engage in ignorant arguments they only start fights uh, a servant must not quarrel you're supposed to be you know you're supposed to be able to teach and witness uh, I think I fell short maybe I don't know but hopefully uh, you know God will use it for good because that's what he does so uh, whatever I do wrong he's gonna fix it that's you know so hopefully. All right. Well, that's it for those two chapters. Uh, I will do the next two chapters tomorrow, and that will keep us uh, up to date. And uh, um, thank you for being patient with me and, uh, and the trials that I've been going through this week. They're not horrible. I'm not like, you know, it's, it is what it is. These are just, you know, life to life things. And so I will not leave you without uh, leading you in uh, a prayer that will uh, it, back up. If you haven't accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you haven't uh, uh, accepted him into your heart, um, this is your moment. I will lead you in the prayer. Uh, it is not a magic prayer. It is between you and God. You say it and you believe it and you accept him into your heart and you're going to be saved. So that's that's the first step. So I'm going to pray, and you can say it with me. And if you're a believer, you can say it too. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. 
I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. I accept him into my heart, and I live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations. Welcome into the family. And uh, I would say mark it in your Bible on either chapter 1 or chapter 2, whichever one maybe speaks more to you or whatever day that you're reading this. And, uh, and go get involved. Uh, we encourage you to find somebody who will help you to get to the next step in your, um, in your, in your new Christian life. Uh, get into a Bible study, uh, volunteer, go to a ministry, uh, whatever God's leading you to do. Uh, we encourage you to go do that. So uh, if you did get saved, be, again, you can email me at Lorraine at LibraSafePodcast.org and or Jeremiah if you feel more comfortable writing to him and uh, that's it for today I went way over my time than I normally do uh, so uh, thank you for bearing with me as I you know let loose in the very beginning so God bless you uh, whatever time it is that you're listening to this morning noon or night and uh, have a great day and I will see you tomorrow